the path doesn't have to be straight. We have a lot of information that we Value courage. You're listening to the We Get Real AF podcast, exploring the future with trailblazing women and girls in emerging tech, XR, AI, and futurism. Science and technology are reshaping our world at lightning speed. Engage in conversations that'll spark your curiosity and challenge what you thought possible. Inventing tomorrow starts now. And here are your hosts, Vanessa Alava and Sue Robinson. Welcome, everyone, to the We Get Real AF podcast and our special career segment, Profesh Sesh. I'm Sue Robinson. And I'm Vanessa Alava. You asked and we listened. You wanted more support, more resources, and we are here with our talent specialist, Elisa Walters, every week covering all things career. That's right. I am so excited to be talking career development, growth, mentorship, all the good things. So let's dive in. Today, we are talking about personal branding. This is a topic that has become really trendy and also really important um, over the past few years. It seems like it's, a, it's one of those terms of art that has come up pretty recently. So today, Elisa Walters, our talent specialist, is going to unpack for us what a personal brand is, how you build it, maintain it, and all the things. All right, let's dig in. Tell us personal brands, why it's important, and what is it? So personal branding. It is how you identify yourself within either your profession, whether you are yourself is an influencer, actor, actress, you are your business, but how you represent yourself to the outside world and how you brand yourself to the outside world. Reputation is equals brand or brand equals reputation. When you post on LinkedIn, when you post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok videos, all of those things, you want to be mindful that it really represents who you are and that you feel good that if somebody sees that from a prospective employer, from a prospective sponsor, whatever it may be, that you can feel good that you're putting your best foot forward and you're happy with the content that they will have access to. So we can we unpack this a little bit because I feel there's a couple of different layers. For someone just starting out, how do you build a a personal brand? Is it just social media? Because if I'm a prospective employer looking at a LinkedIn profile um, and I'm not doing due diligence as far as calling companies, I'm literally just doing like a scan, um, I guess I could look at somebody's posts. Um what does that look like? Is it posting videos? Is it doing audio content? And then furthermore, on the other side or the flip coin um, is people who have established careers that are maybe looking to do pivots or in general, maybe they're they're happy where they are, but they still want to work on this quote unquote personal brand. How do they start? What What's the first step? I'm going to break this down in terms of somebody who's looking to, if, hey, you know, I, I want, I want to attract Uh, different employers. I'm looking to make a move or I'm just starting out. Your resume is the first thing, you know, making sure that that resume is a reflection of the, the core competency skills and the type of employee you are potentially going to be. And with a platform like LinkedIn, that is an easy step to take. You can take what you've put on your resume and transfer it into your LinkedIn profile and make sure that it's fleshed out. 
I think if you are somebody who, you know, you you just graduated from college and you're looking to get into production or social media, you want to be a writer and you know you really want to have an impact, you know, video clips and having links to YouTube videos and things like that. Anything that you can do to visually show the impact that you can make, uh, the value that you would add, I think is really helpful. Even if it's something like you're involved in an organization where you're volunteering, it's important to showcase, you know, that kind of work too. If there's things that you can show from a visual standpoint, post that on your LinkedIn. LinkedIn is also a great place to post, you know, you can write articles, you can write things, you can generate conversations and discussions with the things that you post. Try to do that. Also, Twitter is a great option for that. You know, if you're, if you're throwing out um, different, you, you're, you, ha- you have a thought that is in line with what you're looking for, you're looking to do professionally, or that's a part of your professional identity. Tweet something out there, generate conversation, reshare Get involved in conversations with other people that are doers and makers and movers and shakers in the industry that you want to be in and start to just have conversations. I think that's a great way to start with personal branding. You are somebody that wants to keep your personal life separate from your professional persona. Make those things private. Your Instagram should be private. Your TikTok should be private. Your Facebook should be private. All of those things, if they are not to be used for your professional brand identity, I'm a big advocate of keeping all of that private. But utilize the spaces that you can to position yourself and your brand for your professional career. So I have two questions. One is, do you post the same content across all channels? Do you have to be on all the platforms or can you just pick one or two and say, I'm here? Like for example, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, not active on Twitter. Does that reflect poorly on me that I'm not on Twitter? So that's my first question. No, I think you should find the platform where you could make the biggest impact that you enjoy being on and that you can connect with people, other people in your, in your profession or the space that you want to be in that you know you're really going to be able to connect with. So be mindful about which platform is going to potentially have the better audience for what it is, you're tr- the content you're trying to generate. It is helpful if you have a billion hours in one day to put everything across one, you know, different platforms. But if you're just like, you know what, it's a little too overwhelming for me to try to manage all of these different social platforms, pick the one that you actually enjoy being on that you know is going to, is going to um, help you generate conversations and build relationships with people that you want. So that leads really nicely, Elisa, into my second question, which is, What if you kind of have a couple of personal brands? And again, I'll use myself as an example. So I post a lot on LinkedIn related to our podcast, to things uh, in technology that are sort of on the professional side. However, I have a pretty large following on Instagram that is more lifestyle, fashion content, more personal. Is that a bad thing to have two different brands on two different platforms? Because I think a lot of people do, right? Have side hustles nowadays in different ways that different audiences know them. So what's the best way to navigate that? 
I think, you know, five, 10, 15 years ago, um, people would be overwhelmed by this idea of having multiple different outlets um, that they want to connect with people in some professional way and embrace it. Um, you're talking to somebody who works a full-time job, you know, a nine to five and gets to work with people and help people find their jobs. But then I'm also doing that on the side. And then on the weekends, I like to teach yoga. So I think that if that is something that feels fuels your soul and is something that you you can manage and you enjoy doing, that's completely fine. And if there's ever any kind of cross-functionality to any of them, bring them together. Bring your, bring your um, audiences, find ways to connect with your audience. But don't feel like, well, I'm doing this on this site, so I probably shouldn't do this on this site. Do what makes you feel good. Continue to put content out there for you. And the people that you want to attract and the people that you want to engage, they'll find it. I guess that ties into portfolio lives of, of women and that being, um, we're empowering that. But that also ties into um, a piece here that I want to get into with you, Elisa, with, let's say, again, someone who might feel overwhelmed and might be what they consider like a late adopter of personal branding and getting started, what's going to be the the least amount of friction? And I do want to emphasize the importance of it because I think the sooner you start, the better. You might not be thinking of a second or third career now, but down the road, you might. And these things that you've set the tone for now, um, as far as your personal branding goes, might help inform whatever that second or third career looks like down the road. So can we just kind of unpack that a little bit with you? I think it's so important. The, the time is now. Start now. Even, you know, you don't have to figure out today how you're going to get 100,000 followers, a million followers, how you're going to monetize off of it. The important thing is to take the step to do something. Start putting whether, you know, it's it's your voice, whether you're doing an Insta story, whether you're writing a post on LinkedIn. Make it a priority to connect on some platform for your personal brand once a day. Or maybe once a day still seems too daunting. Maybe three times a week. There are also great tools where you can set up scheduling so that you can post. So maybe you know, on a on a Monday evening, you schedule some time for yourself for two hours that you come up with a couple of different things and then set it to be scheduled so that you don't even have to worry about it. Um, and then check in on it every couple of days where you can be having that engagement. It's so important because we also live in a world now where people aren't staying at companies for 30 years and retiring with that company. Having something to fall back on or something that could also be a passive income revenue stream, it's so important. It's I think that it's it's so valuable to to know because look, I think that a company invests in good people. But if a company has uh, has to make shifts or reorg or merge and they have to let people go and you you know, you've thought you've 
hit the jackpot with the career and, and you're like, well, I don't know what to, I'm going to do now. Hey, you know, that little side project you've been working on till you find that next job, keep working on it, keep building it, have conversations, build that brand. Um, so I think it's important to to start because you never know when that side hustle may need to turn into your full-time hustle, or you may want it to turn into your full-time hustle. You may realize, wow, there is there is room to grow this. There, This has legs. This is what I really enjoy doing. I'm ready to walk away from my corporate job or whatever the case might be and, and really step into this. And I think that holds true at any stage of your career. Having that brand, having those conversations, having those outlets, I think is really important. You're investing in yourself. This is another way to to do that where you're getting visibility. And it can be really scary. I will I will admit, like just taking that leap of commenting on things if you're not used to commenting on things. When you're putting good out into the world, like it can only help you. It can only mm-hmm. help you. People are more interested in you. People want to ask those questions. People want to engage with you. When I started my career, it was more like manage your professional reputation. And the idea of a quote unquote personal brand didn't exist. But I think it's because social media didn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. And now that that we have these social media channels, it would probably be a little weird if people couldn't find you anywhere. And so now that people have to be able to find you, you have to have a brand. And that's the why behind this. I think that it's important to call out that putting yourself out there, like you both pointed out, can be scary. It can be daunting. But just like with starting a business, you know, there's there's setbacks. There might, you know, you may not be seeing the return as fast as you want, but keep going. And I think at the beginning too, any little thing you do is going to seem big. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. These little micro uh, adjustments will definitely help. So thank you so much, Elisa. This has been awesome. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of We Get Real AF. We're excited to bring you the voices of amazing women and girls who are shaping the future for good. Please help us spread the WeGraph mission of supporting women and girls in emerging tech and science. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at WeGetRealAF. And visit our website at www.wegetrealaf.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and to subscribe to the podcast. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to Sam McLean for providing sound production for the show. You can find Sam on Instagram at McLean Sounds, that's M-C-L-E-A-N-S-O-U-N-D-S, and to our voiceover artist, Veronica Horta, for her show introduction. You can find Veronica on LinkedIn by searching for Veronica Horta, H-O-R-T-A. We'll meet you back here next time for another great conversation about high tech with cool women.